Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Betting Pros PGA Podcast. I'm Pat Fitzmorris here with my esteemed colleague, Bo McBrayer. And the PGA Tour kicks off the Florida Swing this week. We are going to preview the first of the Florida events, the Cognizant Classic, formerly known as the Honda Classic. We are also going to recap last week's Mexico Open, maybe pop open a bottle of champagne uh, since we finally gave you a winner, and there it is. And by we, it's Bo McBrayer, not me. Uh, Bo was pretty much all over Jake Knapp last week, and Knapp rewarded Bo's faith with a win. Pretty phenomenal call on that one since Jake Knapp is a rookie, and the Mexico Open was his first ever PGA Tour win. But Bo said Jake Knapp was the player to bet at the Mexico Open, Bo even picked him in our one-and-done competition. Yikes, <laughs> where he is now completely crushing me. So we will let Bo he- sit here and sip his champagne uh, as I toss bouquets in his Cheers direction. Cheers to everyone who tailed me. Cheers to you, Pat, <laughs> and a special cheers to the big siesta himself, Jake Knapp. Thank you, my good friend. Yes, excellent. And uh, that was perfect. I did tell you, Bo, and I needed it after a couple of days in Las Vegas. That helped solve uh, some yeah. of my open it's wounds. It's a recoup at that point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, this show is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, which is the place to be for best ball fantasy football contests, but you might not have known that Underdog also has fantasy golf contests. Sign up for Underdog if you haven't already with the promo code BPGOLF to get your first deposit matched up to $100. Plus, there's a special pick available for you in the lobby. More on Underdog and its golf contests in a bit. So let's talk about Jake Knapp's glorious win at the Mexico Open, Bo. Shoots an opening round 67, decent starts. Then he goes on an absolute tear, shooting a 64 on Friday and a 63 on Saturday. Uh, Knapp had a four-shot lead going into the final round, and he was paired with a fellow rookie, Sammy Valamaki of Finland. Uh, Sleeping on a four-shot lead as a PGA Tour rookie couldn't have been easy. And early in Sunday's round, it looked like Knapp was going to fritter away the lead before he even finished the front nine. He bogeyed number one. He bogeyed number three after hitting an epic hook off the tee. Uh, Bo, we were just talking about this off camera. I mean, I am a right-to-left player myself, and I'm not good at golf, so you can imagine some of the hooks I hit. (laughs) Uh, Jake Knapp's drive on number three was the mother of all hooks. Uh, He hit it in the water, but he did manage to salvage a bogey which I think in was a kind miraculous of fashion bogey. That's yes. That was huge because that almost stopped the bleeding in a way where he started yep. off so bad. The first two holes, then you hit that shot off the third tee and you're like, Oh man, this really could be hanging in the balance for him. But to salvage a five there was unbelievable for, especially for his confidence leading on to uh, maintaining the lead or keeping himself close enough to Valamaki where if anything goes his way, he can get back on top like he did. Yep. Moral victory without question. So yeah, Knapp was kind of spraying drives all over the place on the front, but sort of mitigating the damage. And uh, by the time he made the turn, he's tied with Valamaki. No one else was making a big move. So it was basically match play coming home. And then after the bad start, Knapp pulled it together while Valamaki started making some mistakes, missing some fairways and uh, some poor chip shots. 
that left him with tough par pots that he failed to convert. So Jake Knapp wound up finishing minus 19 to win by two shots. Uh, congrats to Jake Knapp on his first PGA Tour win, his master's berth, and congrats to Bo McBrayer. Cali gold. Cali gold right here. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to Bo on a fantastic call. I hope you all did tail Bo and put some money down on Nap. Uh, Bo, any other thoughts you have on the Mexico Open? I, I was I was so pleasantly surprised to see Jake Nap like put those two rounds together on Friday and Saturday. Like that put him on such a hot streak, especially on approach where his what we talked about last week was. This guy is normally a really good short game player, and he's obviously massive off the tee, but the one question mark had been his approach play, and he was on such a heater leading into that week on approach, and to carry that into that tournament and keep it going for three days, for two and a half at least, was huge for him, because even when things went a little stale off the tee on Sunday, he still pulled it together with the other parts of his game. Yeah, his approach shots Friday and Saturday. I mean, uh, if you would have put him in a Scotty Scheffler costume, you would have been able to tell the difference based on their play. He was dialed, dialed in. Yeah, so, okay, let's make it two in a row, Bo. Uh, Let's turn our attention. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to turn our attention to the Cognizant Classic, but first, our friends at Underdog Fantasy are letting you make picks on your favorite golfers all season long. Just pick higher or lower on selected stats for two to five golfers, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single day. You can also make rivals picks, choosing, for instance, which of two golfers will shoot a better score in a round. Golf picks can be combined with player stats from other sports, too. Go sign up at Underdog Fantasy if you haven't already with the promo code BPGOLF. To get your first deposit matched up to $100, plus there's a special pick available for you in the lobby. All right, Bo. The Cognizant Classic kicking off the PGA Tour's Florida Swing. This event used to be the Honda Classic, so it's actually uh, an existing event, not a new one. But Honda pulled its sponsorship after 42 years. I think it might have been the longest-running title sponsor of any tour events. Uh, So now it's the Cognizant Classic, but the tournament will still be played at PGA National in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. It is a par 71 course that plays to 7,147 yards. This course had been a par 70, but they lengthened the par 4 10th and made it a par 5. This course, first thing you think of, extremely watery. It has water hazards on 15 of the 18 holes. There are also a lot of bunkers, 60 of them, I believe. Um, PGA National also features the Bear Trap, a three-hole stretch from the 15th to the 17th. Yeah, the Bear Trap is nasty. You're going to see a lot of bogeys there. Those par threes Uh, are nasty. The the, the par four is a bear, but those par threes are filthy. Yeah, so the par four 16th, I think it's 434 yards. Uh, Water hazard all the way down to the right right side of the hole and in front of the green. It's tough, but the 15th and 17th are par threes guarded by water on like two or three sides, I think, both of them. And they're Um, long. Yeah, and if you bail out to avoid the water, you're going to be in a bunker. 
So that's that's kind of the design here. Uh, players encounter another difficult three-hole stretch on the front side with the fifth, sixth, and seventh holes. The fifth and the seventh also par threes, both of them over 200 yards. And uh, the sixth is a 479-yard par four with water all down the left side, all the way to the green. Um, we're going to see lots of bogeys on those Carnage. two three-hole stretches. Carnage. Yes, this is not a birdie, uh, birdie fest by any means. PJ National also seems pretty susceptible to the wind, uh, but the wind shouldn't be that bad this week. A little breezy winds in the 10 to 15 mile per hour range throughout the tournament with a slight chance of rain every day. And now, Bo, after weeks of POA greens and the... Uh, past palm greens last week in mexico we're getting bermuda greens so different kind of putting last year at this event chris kirk beat eric cole in a playoff they were both 14 under par the lowest winning score at this event since 2005 uh sep straka won in 2022 with a score of minus 10 the three winners before that matt jones minus 12 and i think matt jones won easily that year sung Mm -hmm. jm at minus six i remember the wind being up for that one in 2020 and keith mitchell in 2019 at minus nine so yeah this is a tough tough course bo different kind of golf than Mm -hmm. we've been seeing uh what jumps out to you about pga national and the sort of players who might do well here so it's interesting that the, the schedule also changed where this this tournament kind of got buried in a big, long five tournament stretch where a lot of the best golfers would skip this tournament just to get a week off because the Florida swing with the players and and Bay Hill, they're both really challenging tournaments. And then you get to another one and you just don't want to play it. It's another third week in a row of grueling, uh, tough tournament work. And now with it being earlier in the season, we see Rory McIlroy and, and other big names latch onto it because it fits their schedule better. And that's a good thing. As far as what we're looking for, uh, very good, accurate tee shots, not necessarily long, but I'm looking at approach distances between 125 and 175 yards. And that is going to be very heavily weighted. Approach game is everything here because it's going to challenge the iron play like virtually any other course on the on the PGA Tour schedule. This one challenges good iron play. And if you're not good with that, you have you better be a good scrambler on top of it to avoid bogeys because big numbers are lurking around every corner of this golf course. And but if you're good, you're good here. A lot of guys, a lot of guys catch fire here and they stay hot, which is a good thing. We get it's kind of the usual suspects. So somebody who's had success at PGA National before are preferred because it does have a little correlation there with prior history with the golf course. And we do have some horses for this particular course, which we will get to in a minute. But first, if you want a chance to win a free one-year premium Betting Pro subscription, you need to subscribe to the Betting Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on this video, and that's it. We will be off uh, announcing a winner right here on the channel, so make sure to turn on your notifications so you can be alerted when new episodes are up and to claim your prize. All right, let's talk odds bow rory mcelroy as you mentioned in the field this week and he is a heavy favorite as of late monday monday afternoon rory was plus 700 on DraftKings. next 
Shortest odds were Cameron Young at plus 2,000. Russell Henley is plus 2,200. Matt Fitzpatrick, Eric Cole, and Ben Ahn are all plus 2,500. Tom Kim plus 2,800. Keith Mitchell, J.T. Poston, and Daniel Berger plus 3,000. And uh, Stephen Yeager, Shane Lowry, Minwoo Lee, and Corey Connors plus 3,500. Anyone you like here, Ball? There's a lot of names here. Uh, of course, Rory McIlroy demands respect here, uh, depending on how he does tonight in the match against Lexi Thompson and Rose Zhang and uh, Max Homa. So he's got a quick turnaround here. So it's not nothing that he's playing tonight in the charity event for the match. Uh, but I, I am kind of leery about what kind of form he'll be in playing that much competitive golf all at once i i don't know if i want to bet him at plus 700 but it is pretty intriguing because i mean it's rory mcelroy number two player in the world he's got recent form success uh you can't ignore the top five number at plus 200 that's a really solid number for a favorite uh, especially where it kind of drops off after him honestly cameron young shouldn't be at 20 to 1 anytime soon because of his last year and a half since his great rookie of the year season he hasn't really done much. Uh, Russell Henley is my favorite in this range at plus 2,500. Uh, master iron player. And I know you want to talk about how he loves Bermuda grass because he's from Georgia. And he was also born on the island of Bermuda. So he is a Bermuda <laughs> Bermudan. <Wow. laughs> so the, you can't ignore a guy like that. Russell Henley is everything we want on this golf course statistically will he pull it off is the is the only question that kind of lingers for me i i still love him with that number because i think he should be at a shorter number than cameron young or ben on yeah the florida swing is really uh russell henley's time to make hay it seems like that that in the sony open where he also typically does very well. But uh, I didn't know that he was actually born on the island of Bermuda, Bo. I knew he was from Macon, Georgia. Um, but yeah, he does seem to like putting on these greens. Finished top eight in his last two appearances here, although he hasn't played since 2021 for some reason. And uh, top 25 in four straight appearances here at PGA National. So, um, Bo, I sort of like Shane Lowry at plus 3,500. Um, you know, even though it's not going to be a windswept tournament, it's going to be a little breezy. And Lowry is one of the better wind players in the world. Uh, and he has a good track record here. Second here in 2022, fifth here last year. And, uh, you know, even though it's probably not the sort of style of greens he grew up playing, these Bermuda greens do seem to suit him. Do you like Lowry at all? Yeah, so I like Shane Lowry, but I like the two guys in the same group as him a little bit better. At 30 to 1, I like Tom Kim because we, we kind of get, we lose sight of recent success because he doesn't do well on the California side as much. Like you get into the late season, we start to remember on the East Coast, Tom Kim is a better player. He likes playing at Hilton Head, he likes playing at all these little target practice golf courses. He performed well to players. Uh, this, these are all kinds of the same tight forced window iron players that are gonna be successful here. So I like Tom Kim at 30 to one, and I love my guy, Sung J M. Because again, you're looking at iron players. Iron players, especially in that mid iron to no, probably just short to mid iron range on approach, 
these guys are the ones that are popping up at the very top along with Rory. And so if you're going just in that stat category and waiting iron play like I am, having guys in this 30 to 35 to one range at the same level as Rory at plus 700, that's really encouraging. I'm glad to hear you say that about M. He's one of my favorites for this week, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, admittedly, M has not been in great form uh, lately. He's finished 44th or worse in his last four events. But obviously, M is a tremendously talented player and won here in 2020, right before uh, COVID hit and finished eighth here in 2021. So he does have a track record of success at PGA National. So glad you're on him. Uh, let's take a look at some of the other guys in the plus 4,000 to plus 5,000 range. So at, at plus 4,000, M, maybe the odds have dropped on him since I checked this late on Monday afternoon. Yeah, just a little bit. He's, he, he's down a little bit. Good. I'm glad he, I got him at uh, 40 yeah, to 1 earlier in the day. He got him at 40. He's at 35 now. So that's great. Excellent value. Um, also at plus 4,000, Sepp Straka and Chris Kirk, the defending mm -hmm. champ. Uh, at, plus 45, at plus 4,500, uh, Ma Matthew Pavan, Luke List, Bo Hostler, and Adam Svensson. And at plus 5,000, Tom Hoagie, Jake Knapp, and uh, Rasmus Hogard. Not Nikolai Hogard, his brother Rasmus. So... What do you like from this group, Bo? Are you going to continue to ride the Jake Knapp Express? I don't know. This this course, I mean, he's the kind of a guy that could have like a little bit of a lapse, especially on a course that's so different from the one he just won on. I I don't I don't want to hit him at that number because he it's inflated from previous success. This number has moved dramatically. I believe he opened at 70. So the fact that it's already here means that we missed our chance when it first opened. Because uh, the, the hype behind a defending champion of the previous week is it's a real thing and that we have to pay for if we're really confident in that golfer. Um, I'd rather go with the, the defending champion of this event, Chris Kirk at 40 to 1, or even Sepp Straka, who won two years ago over Shane Lowry. At I mean, it's, it, that's a great group of guys. And I can't ignore the recent success of one Francois Mathieu Pavon. Do you think Pavon's game fits this place? It does. It really does. And he pops up in my model very well, probably number 8 to 12 in in the various weights that I run it. That's impressive. That that tells me that not just his recent form is at play here. Yeah, um, I couldn't be more on board with your Sepp Straka and Chris Kirk calls. Mm -hmm. I mean, Straka, the, the big man's strokes gain numbers here on mm -hmm. this course over the, the last several years. Yeah, among the best in the field, I think, in, in strokes gained total here yeah. over, uh, I don't know, like a five-year stretch. One here two years ago, finished fifth last year, really good track record. And Chris Kirk's last three times out at PGA National, 25th, 7th playoff victory. So uh, as it's just been getting better and better for Chris Kirk, he's been in good form this year. So what's what's not to like? And frankly i'm kind of surprised his odds are where he like i'd rather bet him at the same odds as cameron young right like it's no weird. no question yeah. yeah it is it is strange how but that it's goes, strange so. in our favor so uh get it while it's hot <laughs> we like it what about long shots bo uh anyone beyond f let's see what do we go up to five thousand uh we went to 50 to one anyone you like with longer odds than that 
Um, I'm going to have a little bit of Akshay Batia just because he's so talented and his strength is that approach range as well as having a really good scramble game to him. And his putting stroke, which was a weakness last year, has somewhat been resolved by his new uh, putter and stroke. So that's going to be that's going to be helpful for him. And I mean, this course more than it fits Jake Knapp fits Sammy Valamaki. So I'm going to have some Sammy Valamaki because he's as hot as they get right now. He's the his last four tournaments have all been positive, close to being wins for the guy. And he's he's one of us thick boys, and he he's out there. Looks like he could pound a case of beer right after the match, and you're, and you wouldn't feel anything. This guy could go out and shoot sixty five in his sleep. He looks like uh, like a, a new age John Daly, and I want to I want to bet on those guys. I want to go. I want to bet on the guys that I relate to. I look at him and I go, yeah, we we could definitely hang. I know Sammy Valamaki looks like he should be playing uh, a, a defenseman for the Ottawa Senators or He'd something be a good like one. that. He's just a, a big dude. He'd be uh, an you're enforcer. Not worried, <laughs> you, you're not worried about scar tissue with him after this this past. No, event? I mean he didn't strike me as the kind of guy who would be affected by that. I think yeah. he would spin it, spin that performance, a, a second place finish in a real PGA Tour event in his rookie season as a very positive experience for him. A uh, pretty pretty nice payday too. I'm kind of interested in Austin Eckroat at ninety to one, and you mentioned Batia. By the way, he's going off at sixty to one. Last I checked. Yes. And uh, Yespo, I'm I'm interested in him too. We keep touting him as like the the breakthrough is coming. I don't yeah. want to like not be on him when it yeah. finally comes. I think that's so. a common refrain in in our community is we don't want to be the guy who wasn't. Uh, on the guy, the the rising star that everybody else was. Right. So right. I don't want to miss out on this because it's going to be the worst FOMO ever if we get off of the Batia train and then he pops. Because that's that, there's nothing worse than that. So we got to hold true to our guy because we haven't really been deterred from feeling that way. He's been playing well. Yeah, and like a a precision ball striker, right? So I mean, we're not too uh, worried about the course fit here. Like I, I yeah. think he should do fairly well. Um, and that's kind of why I like Eckroat, real accurate with the driver, um, and like mid to long irons. I think he's done pretty well statistically there. I don't know how he comes out in your model. Uh, and Eckroat, like not really popping lately as far as recent form but he's finished top 40 in three of his last four events so um you know he's kind of he's lurking yeah he's so, uh, um, he's right here in the top 30 next to billy horschel in my model so that's pretty solid for his odds yeah any thoughts on horschel who typically plays tough courses very well but I don't know what kind form, of form he's in right now. Honestly, yeah, not, just, not good. Not good. Yeah, he hasn't been playing well enough for me to say, oh, yeah, it's we're back to Florida. It's everything's going to be better now. I'm just not there with Billy Horschel, but I am there with a little guy named Sam Stevens, who we kind of forget about when we get to these driver friendly golf courses because he's just a spot iron player and it has a really good short game. I want to I want to see Sam Stevens do well at 150 to one. He's he's a quality option down here. If you want to throw a couple bucks at a guy and and for him to have the firepower to keep up, if, even if it's a grind out there. Yeah, um, that's probably a better than a better bet than my longest shot. But I'm going to throw two dollars on Gary Woodland at, at 130 go. to one. Just hey, I mean, like Gary no, is a friend of the show. OK, 
Yeah, Gary, hey, we love Gary's, Yeah, he's he's a great story, and he's already a great guy, and now he's got a great guy with a great story, and he's actually playing really good golf lately. So that's very encouraging all around. And if he is getting his uh, form back, rounding back into form, three top eight finishes here in the last seven years. So he has played this course pretty well if he finally does bring it all together. And I think everyone's rooting for that. Woodland is one of the really good guys on the PGA Tour. Um, a, a 130 to 1 payoff wouldn't hurt either. Ooh, right, nice. So what do you have on your betting card so far? I think we might have the most similar cards of any yeah, tournament this... we've had so far. And with, with your recent form, I'm a little concerned by that. <laughs> <laughs> very fair very fair this you should be terrified i think this could be yeah. a losing week for you yeah i'm actually right. going to start my card with russell henley and then sun jm i'll have a little bit on chris kirk and then i'm going to sprinkle in some uh shoot i just lost it akshay batia and sammy valamaki and a, a couple bucks like i said on our guy down there at 150 to one uh, Sam Stevens. Yeah, I've got outrights on uh, Russell Henley, Shane Lowry, Sung JM, Sepp Straka, Chris Kirk. I've also got Im top five at plus eight fifty. Uh, so yeah, Im is Im is the guy I'm feeling a guy I'm feeling pretty good about this week. Um, and then small outrights on Akshay Batia, Austin Eckroat, and Gary Woodland. Uh, all right, let's get to our Solid. one and done picks. Bo, you got the win from Jake Knapp, which got you just over $1.4 million. I had Tony Finau finish in a tie for 13th, I believe. Uh, good for $145,125. You're now just up over $3 million in winnings Ooh. already, and, and we haven't even hit March yet, Bo, while oh. I am stuck at $895,000. You'll get so to I'm, the seven figures eventually. <laughs> might not be till august but hey i'm gonna keep plugging away uh i believe i have the first selection this week bo i'm gonna take shane lowry as much as i like him uh i'm i'm going with the the big european here i'm feeling the big big european motif with straka and lowry this week what about you so i'm still back and forth and i already used henley which is unfortunate i think i'm gonna use that throws a monkey wrench into what I wanted to do, really, and already using Henley. So let me go. Did I go with Chris Kirk already? No, Chris Kirk. I'm gonna go. I'm Chris gonna say Kirk he wins it, it back to back. All right. Well, let's get to uh, yeah. That I guess that's it. So Chris Kirk for Bo. Shane Lowry for me, and that is going to do it for this week's show. I want to thank our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Sign up for Underdog with the promo code BPGOLF to get your first deposit match up to $100, plus a special pick available for you in the lobby. And please come join Bo and I again next week when we will be previewing the Arnold Palmer Invitational. We might get in a word or two on the Puerto Rican Puerto Rico Open also. I believe it's a two-event week. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a few well, bucks on the Puerto Rico Open. I'm a degenerate, so. That's great. <laughs> Somebody has to be. <laughs> exactly. So until then, so long, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. 
Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.